Asians, Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans can be racist though it seems that they are mostly so towards each other rather than white people, especially Asians, who tend to side with whites in Western nations. I know that Hispanics can be of any race but most of the Hispanics who come to this country illegally are of mixed racial heritage. Bigotry amongst these groups is known as interminority racism. Interminority racism, also known as interminority bullying or interminority hatred, is prejudice or discrimination between racial minorities. There has been long-running racial tension between African Americans and Latino Americans. In several significant riots in California prisons, Latino and black inmates targeted each other specifically, over racial issues. There have been reports of racially motivated attacks against African Americans who have moved into neighborhoods occupied mostly by Hispanic Americans, and vice versa. There have also been interracial tensions between African Americans and Asian Americans. Current U.S. policy advocates a multiculturalist discourse to acknowledge multiracial difference. Multiculturalist theorists like Claire Jean Kim criticizes that this contemporary policy because it still refuses to acknowledge the interminority inequalities and antagonisms generated by this new diversity. Wikipedia In my hometown, you only see Hispanics and white women in relationships with black men in neighborhoods that have traditionally been looked upon as black areas. You don't see Indians or other Asians in these hoods unless they own a business there, such as the ubiquitous beauty shops selling hair products to black consumers, Chinese food restaurants, and Arab-owned convenience stores. You don't see white Hispanics either, they're in the strictly Caucasian areas along with the Middle Eastern and Far Eastern folks. Whenever I see young Asian women, they are with a white woman friend or their white husband or boyfriend. In my city, you will see more blacks and Hispanics or blacks and whites hanging out together, than Asians with blacks or Asians with Hispanics, for example. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, Asian Americans working as immigrant laborers in the U.S. were villainized, and often subjected to horrendous racial violence, as the sinister yellow peril. That experience of discrimination created solidarity with the black community, which, says Rene Tajima Pena, the producer of Who Killed Vincent Chin? and PBS documentary series Asian American, was expressed in a wide range of outlets. Frederick Douglass denounced the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, and an Indian immigrant served as the editor of Negro World in the early 20th century. That connection endured into the decades that followed. But, as with many facets of life in the U.S., things got more complicated around the 1960s. On one hand, as the civil rights movement introduced new ways of thinking about justice and equality in the United States, Asian American leaders drew inspiration from, and provided support for, black freedom fighters. For example, after Japanese Americans were seen as threats and sent to detention camps during World War II, that community offered support to civil rights leaders trying to repeal the Emergency Detention Act over concerns that black activists could be subject to the same kind of treatment. The term Asian American was coined in 1968 by UC Berkeley students who were inspired by the Black Power movement. Likewise, Asian American students rallied alongside black student organizers and other ethnic student groups as part of the Third World Liberation Front at San Francisco State and UC Berkeley in the late 60s, which culminated in student strikes that led to equal education opportunities and the creation of ethnic studies programs. Activists like Yuri Kochiyama and Grace Lee Boggs not only pulled insights from black radical frameworks for Asian American liberation, but were also strong and active advocates for black social justice movements. Katie Lang, Time, The Asian American Response to Black Lives Matter is part of a long, 
complicated history. I am very light-skinned. I am often mistaken for Hispanic when I wear my natural hair in a blowout, or even part Arab. I do not look like what one usually thinks of when one hears the term African-American, not at all, and I have had to fight hard as a teenager when owning my blackness. I was told by jealous bullies that I was mixed and even that I was accepted by white people due to my complexion and hazel eyes. I have been told by white women strangers that I have such a beautiful skin tone, and black women have said things like how they wish they had my skin color, while Hispanics have told me how I look Spanish. Asian men have told me that I am beautiful. I wonder if these people would have said all these things to me if my skin were brown? Is dark skin and kinky hair the reason black people are universally despised? In this country blacks, along with Native Americans usually, are at the bottom of life's totem pole. Hispanics and definitely Asians are above us, and just under, sometimes over, whites. From 1877 through the late 60s, blacks were second-class citizens in the U.S. and many people long for the return of those days. Why else do you think Make America Great Again was such a successful campaign slogan? For a hundred years, we had to suffer under the black codes and Jim Crow while before that, there was slavery for hundreds of years. Asians were treated like shit at one point, as were other non-whites, namely, Native Americans whom the white man tried his damnedest to exterminate the same way that Hitler and his henchmen did the Jews. Imagine if there had been concentration camps with gas-spewing ovens? There would probably be less than 100 million non-whites in this country today. Here is what one black woman had to endure during a trip to San Francisco a few years ago. Over the summer, I managed to save up for a trip to California, one of the places in America celebrated for its liberalism and openness. Ignoring the sinking feeling that few other tourists would look like me, I set about to explore the Bay Area. An exciting aspect of traveling being souvenir shopping, I googled the best place to buy souvenirs, which took me to San Francisco's Chinatown. Hopping from shop to shop deciding on what keepsakes to buy for myself and my family, I noticed a trend, each store I went into, a shop attendant would be close behind, watching my every move. When it comes to campus discourse about race, it seems all minority groups are allies in the fight against the ongoing effects of European colonialism, but is this the reality on the ground? Repeated personal experience in which I had been the recipient of prejudice from other minority groups prompted me to ponder whether interminority relations in America are given enough attention. Regarding my recent experience, in every souvenir shop I entered that was owned and operated by Asian and Asian Americans, I was followed around while I noticed that the French and white American tourists were left to shop in peace. It didn't matter that I was polite, friendly, and well-dressed, greeted every shop attendant with a smile, and carried a bag with a huge red Cornell logo identifying me as a member of a prestigious university. It didn't matter how I acted or what I wore. I was a threat and unwelcome, while white tourists were treated like kings. It was also interesting to note that I was never followed around in shops that had white attendants. Yvette and Lovu, Sunspots, The Elephant in the Room, Weighing in on Interminority Prejudice Asians are called the model minority by most. Blacks and Hispanics, on the other hand, are lumped in basically the same categories, lazy, thieving, white women raping gangsters who live off the system. Native Americans are also called lazy drunks. I've met plenty of white people who fit into those same categories, yet they seem to think that they are the superior ones. Since the pandemic began, there has been increased racism against Asian Americans. I dare say that many of them now understand better how blacks, non-white Hispanics, and Native Americans feel. White people are in power in all white dominant lands, 
and they will fight, kill, steal, and destroy whoever gets in their way in order to maintain that status quo.